0: But when you have a life of significance that's focused on other people, that's focused on the Great Commission, that is focused on bringing the love of Jesus to hurting people around the world, you have a life of significance. And that will be fulfilling. That will be life-changing. It will be life-giving. And I believe one day you will hear when you get to heaven, one day, good job, good job, that a boy. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. We have one goal, and that is to strengthen your walk with Jesus Christ, to lift you higher in Christ so that you will never, ever quit, and that you'll keep moving forward in the Lord Jesus Christ. Stay tuned with us today for another exciting message from the Word of God. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd. Thank you so much for being with us today. I want you to know that I sure do appreciate it. You are a blessing to us. If this podcast has blessed your life, please consider subscribing to it. We are on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere that you can find a podcast. Subscribe to it and then take it a step further and invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family got a great subject for you today, we're going to talk about prayer. Subject is, Lord, teach us to pray, and we're going to break down the Lord's Prayer. Let's jump into it, let's not wait, let's get off into the word of the Lord. I have a prayer request before we get going, please pray for our church. We've had a lot of people in our church that have had some personal tragedy, different trials, COVID has hit everyone, everyone's families. Please pray for Crossway Family Church in Bowie, Texas, that we would experience strength in Jesus Christ and that we would experience revival. At our church, I know that the Lord wants to take our worship to another level, and he wants us to reach into our community and see the lost found, and we've got to fulfill the Great Commission of our Lord Jesus Christ. So please pray for us that God would put divine opportunities in front of us, divine doors open to witness and be the love of God in people's lives. And I tell our church this all the time. You know, if you look at your hands, God wants to use those hands. These are God's hands. God wants to use all of us. And uh, there's never been a time such as now where we've got to reach this harvest field. So just keep crossway family church in your prayers in Bowie, texas please keep me in prayer and uh when you're on the front lines you know the enemy wants to stop you and i could use all the prayers that i could get and with that we're going to talk about prayer hope you have you a nice cup of cup of coffee like i do it's always awesome you know, I was telling our church on we have a message room that where we talk and was telling our church earlier that, you know, the enemy right now is trying to get people to focus on the negative circumstances instead of worship. And we should never, ever let our worship be underneath our circumstances. And uh, if you're going through something today, I just want you to understand that you can praise God in the middle of your storm. Your praise can elevate you and change the situation that you're in why because you can't have anxiety, depression, fear, none of those things can exist if your hands are raised and you're in a place of worship. So I want to encourage you with that today. Let's look today at Matthew chapter 6 verse 5. Jesus is speaking and he said, "When you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets. That they may be seen of men. I have known some people like that. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, verse 6, when you pray, go into your room and when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in a secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Now he's not speaking out against corporate prayer at a church service, but what he's trying to say is in your other days Uh, of life every day you need to get alone and spend time with him he said shut the door in other words shut the door to Facebook shut the door to social media shut the door to family problems shut the door to work problems and just get alone with him in a secret place verse 7 when you pray do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do for they think that they will be heard for their many words Therefore, do not be like them for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him in this manner Therefore pray verse 9 our father in heaven hallowed be your name verse 10 your kingdom come Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven verse 11 give us this day our daily bread verse 12 and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors Verse 13, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. This is commonly known as the Lord's Prayer. Today, let's learn how to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. We give you honor and praise and glory. Anoint our ears to hear the word of God and our hearts to receive it teach us Lord from your word today let the word of God open up in our hearts in Jesus name I pray amen when the Lord gave the disciples this prayer we need to understand that he was not instructing them to pray this exact thing every single time they prayed this is meant to be an instruction manual a guide to know how to pray in Luke chapter 11 verse 1 it says and it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased one of dis- one of his disciples said unto him lord teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples other than being saved now hear me right now hear me other than being saved prayer is the most important thing in your life nothing matters more than prayer nothing should take the place of prayer The Lord's Prayer shows us the best and the most effective way to pray. So we're going to look at it today. Number one today, when you pray, first, lift up the name of the Lord and glorify his name. The Lord's Prayer starts off in Matthew 6 and 5 saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now, when I pray, I'll often use the name Jesus, since the Bible said that his name is above every name's. Sometimes I'll say the word Lord. Uh, Sometimes I say Father. But I personally don't really like using the word God because it seems like a very generic term to me. Even the devil is referred to as the God, small g, the God of this world. So I like to get a little more personal. Jesus, Lord, Father. And it says, hallowed be thy name. Matthew 6 and 9 in the New Living Translation says, Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. I believe it's a good thing today that when we start our prayers, start it by praising his name, by lifting up his name, by sanctifying his name, by setting his name apart. So we see when we hallow his name, that means we lift it up. We see it as holy, as sanctified, as separated, as special, and thusly, we should start out our prayer by lifting up his name. Something like this, Father, i come before you, I lift up your name, I hallow your name, I praise you, Jesus, your name is above all names, and I praise you, I come before you with praise and thanks and adoration today. Oh, my friends, that's a good way to start out your prayer. And don't rush into asking God for things. Spend some time praising and thanking him. Spend time in worship. Sometimes our prayers should not even be about asking for a single thing, just worship and have fellowship with the Lord. Why Is the name of the Lord so special? There are many reasons, but here is one. Proverbs 18 and 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Oh, my friends, you can't praise his name and lift his name up too much. The perfect way to start your prayer is by exalting the name of the Lord. Number two today, pray for God's will to be done. Matthew six and ten, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. One of the biggest problems that my wife and I have had the five years that we've had this church open is that people make life-changing decisions without coming to us for advice. We're not going to tell anyone what to do, but we'll give advice, and they make these life-changing. Folks, I'm talking about life-changing decisions without fasting and without praying. You should never ever make a life-changing decision without fasting and prayer. And in the past, I've begged people, pray, ask God to reveal his will to you, but their will and their purpose and their wants came before God's will. And I've watched people make one bad, horrible decision after another that literally alters their futures. When we pray, O Lord, have your perfect will in my life, your kingdom come, your will be done. If we ask him for direction, if we ask him for his will, he will reveal it, but we have to be hungry for it. Always ask God for his will to be done in your life. Ask him for his will to be done in the lives of your family. Ask him for his will to be done in the life of your pastor and of your church ask him for direction ask him for his will Colossians chapter 1 verse 9 says so we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you we ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding this is Paul praying for the church and he said Lord give them knowledge of your will and give them spiritual wisdom and understanding That is a good way to pray for people. That is a good way to pray for yourself. Lord, give me knowledge of your will. Give me spiritual wisdom. Give me spiritual understanding. And Paul prayed for the church to have this, to receive this. And there's no greater example of praying for God's will than Jesus Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane, knowing that he was going to go to the cross. And he prayed and said, if there's any other way, but nevertheless not my will but yours be done oh my goodness we would get in so much less trouble if we prayed God not my will but yours be done and you know sometimes God's will is not so pleasant first Peter chapter 4 verse 19 says therefore let those who suffer according to God's will entrust their souls to a faithful creator while doing good sometimes we suffer And we are in God's will by that. Look at Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16. They were beaten and thrust into prison and put in chains and stocks. But it was in God's will because it led to the salvation of the jailer and his entire family. Yes, sometimes God's will leads to persecution. But even then, even still, we are to pray and seek God's will. Number three today, pray for your needs to be met. Verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. This is asking God to simply meet your needs. Sometimes, folks, life is hard, and it's good to just go to the Lord and ask him to meet your needs. There's nothing wrong with doing that. And some will say, you don't have to do that because it says he already knows what you have a need of. But I'm telling you, go to him, ask him, fellowship with him, say, Lord, there's a need in my life, Lord, I give it to you. And he will answer that need he's good and he's awesome and he's full of compassion and he wants to touch and to bless our lives and to help us With our needs number four today forgiveness Number four today in prayer forgiveness verse 12 the new living translation and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those Who sin against us? This is where the rubber meets the road my friends forgive us our sins and we will forgive those who have sinned against us. I'm not going to stand here and tell you tonight that this is easy because people get abused, they get used, they get treated like a piece of trash. We get lied on, sometimes people will lie about us and God says, forgive them. Again, we look to Jesus Christ at the cross as he looked at those same people who crucified him and he said, forgive them for they know not what they do. Now, I'm not always sure how to forgive Abuse is a hard thing to forgive. Being screamed at and beaten is a hard thing to forgive. When someone has hurt your family, it's hard to forgive. The one thing that I can say about it is this. Ask God to give you the grace. Part of the word grace means power. Ask God to give you the grace and the power to forgive. Sunday, we mentioned Joyce Meyer. Myers how she has this incredible testimony of how her father raped her and abused her as a child how can you even conceive of something so horrible what could make a man be this way I don't even want to know but in her story in her testimony she tells how by God's grace not only did she forgive him but she led him to salvation in Jesus Christ that can only come by God's grace Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32 says be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as in christ god forgave you number five today it says lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one that's verse 13 number five today is ask the lord to not let you be tempted of evil it's a scriptural thing to ask god to not let you be tempted but when we are tempted guess why it happens most of the time James chapter 1 verse 14 gives us the answer, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Yeah, Everyone loves blaming the devil when we are drawn away, when we fail, when we fall, when we lust, when we do the things that we do, our own selfish desires. But the Bible says we're tempted when we're drawn away by our own lust. Jesus said, pray that you won't even get tempted number six today finish your prayer the way that you started with praise and with worship verse 13 for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen what is this this is worship this is lifting him up lord yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory that's lifting him up there's no better way to end prayer than have a time of adoration and worship Isaiah 25 verse 1 is a good way to end your prayer it says Lord you are my God I will exalt you and praise your name for in perfect faithfulness you have done wonderful things things planned long ago Psalm 63 verse 3 & 4 because your love is better than life my lips will glorify you I will praise you as long as I live and in your name I will lift up my hands start your prayer with adoration lifting up his name and end your prayer with praise so let's review today number one start your prayer by lifting up his name number two ask him for his will to be done in your life and in your world number three pray and believe for your needs to be met number four ask for your sins to be forgiven and forgive those who have sinned against you number five ask the lord to remove any temptations from the pathway ahead and number six finish your prayer by having a time of worship and praise heavenly father i just thank you today i would ask lord that the lord's prayer would just get into every single person's heart that's listening that you would touch their life and that you would call them to that secret place that place of fellowship love and prayer and i'll be careful to praise you for it in jesus name amen thank you so much for joining us tonight I do appreciate it. I'm so thankful that you were with us today. Means so much for us to know that you are listening. Again, please keep Crossway Family Church in your prayers. We're right here in Bowie, Texas. You can find us on Facebook. Just pull up our page, Crossway Family Church in Bowie, Texas. Thank you so much for joining us today. Means a lot to us. We hope that you'll consider subscribing to our podcast I want to encourage you right now to just keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Keep moving ahead in him. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. Don't let anything take the place of your praise. Don't let your circumstances rise above your praise. But keep Jesus Christ in front of you. Amen. All right, thank you so much. May God's greatest and his best be yours. In Jesus Christ, amen. God bless you.